You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to the All to Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Lindsay Hipgrave, and you, Joe Cole. How's the training for the big fight going, Joe? Yeah, it's tough, Lindsay. It's tough. I, I, I was sparring with my friend Terry today. He probably got a better me, but we, we, I, I've got to get that devil in me. I'm too nice. I'm, I'm like hitting him like, are you all right, mate? How are you? And then he's whacking me around the chop. So, yeah, it was good. But on top of the five, um, 11 side football yesterday as well, I feel pretty bad today. You look like you're I, walking a bit funny. I am, I am, I am. But um, I've got to get this fight done before I'm 40. I'm not getting punched in the head <laughs> after 40. You need to find your mean streak. That's know, what it is. Know, That's what it is. Well, we're very lucky today because joining us on the podcast is a man who won 81 caps for the Netherlands between 2004 and 2015. He's played for his country at two European Championships and two World Cups. He was a World Cup finalist in 2010, a catalyst in Man City's rise to greatness and once scored a winning goal in a Milan derby. Some people call him the destroyer. Other people call him the lawnmower. But to us, he's simply Nigel. It's Nigel de Jong, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Nigel. Yeah, that's, that's, that is as good as a, a CV as we've had on the show, isn't it? Fantastic. Lawnmower, speak to me. What's lawnmower. The- yeah, cover every blade of grass. Cover co- co- every blade of grass. <laughs> yeah, that. you know, you Love know how that. they are in England. Yeah, you know, yeah, with their nicknames yeah. and stuff like that. So as soon as I came to England, you know, and uh, playing my first couple of games, yeah. they just designed these kind of nicknames for me. So you know it's who just, called you it? I don't know. You know, it just one of the fans just just said it once and it's just picked it up. It's one to be proud of, though. In your it's one to be proud of. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. For sure. And especially under the Man City's faithful, yeah. you know, I'm always regarded as the lawnmower or the destroyer or whatsoever. The pit bull is another one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take these nicknames. Uh, but off the pitch, you will see I'm a oh, completely yeah, opposite mate. dude. So, uh, yeah. And you're still playing as well. How I'm still active. It? Yeah, still active. I'm still I'm playing in uh, Qatar, in Doha yeah. at the moment. Um, it's uh, it's the off-season, obvious, oh, because it's the summer there. It's plus 50 degrees, so you can't do anything. So this the, the season will start, I think, in the beginning of September, mid-September. So uh, I still got some time off before I head back. What's the standard like over there? Standard is okay. I mean, yeah. you, you can't compare it with the standard, obviously, in Europe. You know, yeah, yeah. the the leagues here, the domestic leagues in Europe, the Prem yeah. or uh, the Dutch league, the German league. Yeah. Well, it's a good standard. So I would say, like, it's a better it's a, it's, it's better than the quality that you play on now with your friends. I must say, <laughs> but let's say it's uh, it's like the second, say, second league, second yeah. league, uh, okay. second league level. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's doable. Cool. Yeah. I'm 37, eh? so yeah, yeah, make you know, I can see your eyes going there. You yeah. tempted. <laughs> do you know what leads right? That's the thing with me. Like, I, I love football, Nigel. Right? Right. And every time I go and do a game, I, I, I have to remind myself that my legs are gone. Do you know what I'm thinking? I'm looking at it thinking, I could do a bit of damage today. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. I just think, the, remember that the last, like, because I've finished my career in America and it's right. probably a similar level. Yeah. And even that was becoming tough at the end, like, because my yeah. body was struggling. And I've retired at 37, so mm-hmm. your age right mm-hmm. now. But, um, I think that never leaves you. I, I see you, when Nigel works with, with Graham Souness, he says mm. the same thing. Graham Souness is like 60, says he looks yeah. at the pitch and thinks, still thinks he can, still do, he can yeah. do it. Yeah. I think you always will have that in your yeah. mind, you know, being a, a professional athlete in, in whatever yeah. sport, you always have to look at the game and think, like, yeah. you know what, I can still do a little bit of damage, you know, yeah. on pitch, on field, wherever I am. Yeah. And I still have the same. And as yeah. long as I'm still bossing the midfield wherever yeah. I play, yeah. I won't retire, yeah. yeah. Still enjoying it. If there's somebody else that comes next door and said, like, listen, I'm going to be the next Nigel Dion or the next player that can move you out of position, I'll take my hands off. So, you know, it's enough. (laughs) Enough is enough. But till that time, I'm still here. Keeping yourself fit, though. Keeping myself fit, yeah. Yeah. uh, Training a lot for myself. We use running uh, and do the bits and pieces in the gym. Yeah. And just keeping myself fit. In this age, you know what you can and what you can't do. So um, I'm going to put it on Nigel now a little bit on air because... Mm. I've got a charity five-a-side on Friday. Oh, uh, really? Ashley Cole's playing. Right. Um, Wayne Bridge, Steve Siddle for my foundation. Yeah. If you wanted a run out, okay. just to keep fit, and we can all go for a drink afterwards, okay. you're more than welcome. But you don't have to give me an answer. Think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'm thinking now, if we get Nigel, we're, we're winning. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure we might have a better off. Yeah, could you Friday see yourself night, yeah. lifting the cup after yeah, that Yeah, yeah, we, we want the trophy. <laughs> and Nigel, we've got the first semi-final tomorrow. It, yeah. it really feels like this tournament is just flown over, doesn't it? How much have you enjoyed it so far? 
I loved it. I loved every second of it. You know, it's a great Euro so so far. You know, we've seen a lot of upsets. Uh, we've seen a lot of great games, um, a lot of uh, drama and uh, drama and emotional roller coasters, as I would say, during these Euros. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the semifinals. Um, if you look at the first one, Italy against Spain, it's a great it's a great semifinal with two great nations uh, having a, a lot of history on uh, on tournaments. If it is the World Cup, the Euros, mm. and obviously the other one when uh, when it's England against Denmark. So uh, I'm looking forward to the both of them. We'll talk about England's glorious night against Ukraine very shortly. But what stood out for you from the other quarterfinals? Um, from the Italy one, um, of course, Spain wasn't their best. If I uh, if I look at the, uh, if I look at Spain, um, the way how they been set up. Um, but Italy for, 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 for Italy, for me, Italy is the clear favorite. And we're talking about the full package. If you're talking about yeah. energy, intensity, but we all know in football, yeah. everything happened because it's only a game of 90 minutes. Even, sorry, no, even if you think, what, what do you think the Wembley factor would be? Say, let's just say, because we're English and we love to get wet in front of ourselves, England win, we go to the final, Italy win. Even at Wembley, do you not think that's a factor? We're going to have six. Is it sixty-five thousand? Sixty, somewhere, somewhere on that number. Yeah, no, definitely. It will become a big factor. Yeah, Yeah. of course, they show that they can do, they can play well, England, Mm. in another place, exactly what we've seen in Rome. But I think with in Wembley now semis, and then the final when they reach the final in Wembley, it's going to be a huge advantage because. You know, it's not go- only going to be Italian fans. It's going to majority is going to be English fans. You yeah, know, in, in Wembley, so that's going to be their home advantage. Could also be a disadvantage because yeah. of the of the amount of pressure that's going to be on the shoulder. You know, as a, yeah, as a professional yeah, yeah, footballer, yeah, we, 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 that sometimes it's just building this mm. tension up so much that you at the end have spaghetti legs that I always <laughs> say. You just like, yeah. it's too much tension. Yeah. So let's hope. They will not have this kind of tension in the legs, yeah. but I think it's going to be a, a big advantage for them to play in Wembley for sure. Wow! Wow! And going back to to Italy as well, mm. did you respect their sort of dark arts in in that match, or is it just cheating? Well, I was never a fan. Don't get me. I was never a fan of yeah. rolling around and just like you know f- uh, uh, faking injuries or faking uh, uh, fouls whatsoever, but. Nowadays, it's part of the game. You got to deal with it. We all yeah. the, we all knew that about Italy. It's nothing yeah. new. This has been there for year, for years already. And there's one word that is really important in Italian football: is catanaccio. Catanaccio right. means when you when you defend or when you when you're ahead, when you're leading a goal, you come back and you defend and you lead it no matter what. It doesn't have yeah. to be with good football. It's just about result. Because at the end of the day, it's about going to the next stage. By any means. By any means. What's so you've got to respect that. Even though you don't, might don't like yeah. it, but you have to respect that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Mm. That shot of Immobile, though, that's one of the most embarrassing instances of... of yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. Immobile. Immobile, Nigel's played in England. Now, like, right. For us, that is just it's shameful. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, in Italy, yeah. like, when it be mentioned, it's part of the, yeah. the theatre, part of the, you know, what they do. But in England... I've played in dressing rooms when players, <clears throat> but when I was in America, a couple of times, did something like that, and I just absolutely just volleyed them because I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah, right? yeah, but they're like, we want to freak it. I'm like, just it's, it's it's an English, the English gentleman culture of us. Like, but we, yes, like, yeah. you know, we, it's, it's crept a little bit more. I can see English players being a bit more smarter now than we was. I remember once talking to the Rio in the Champions League final. Mm. I should have gone down for a penalty. Rio's absolutely cleaned me out at one-one. And I tried to, like an idiot, I tried to stay on my feet and try and mm. get the ball. And we were talking about it the other day, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. And he said to me, he made the tackle, and he said, because he was cramping mm. up, it was like 85th minute. Mm. And he said, so I just had to lunge, and I said, I did it. And, I, and it should have been, if it would have been a foreign player, they would have gone over. Mm. So, I mean, it's funny, because that was like 12, 13 You're trying to do the now. honest thing. I'm trying to do the honest thing, because it's bred into you mm. as an English player. But the Italians, are, it's, it's different. So, and it's an advantage. It's true, it's true. It is an advantage. And what you said, you know, it is something that you've been growing up in. Yeah. You know, in a certain system that you've been playing in. Yeah. For, for me as well, in the academy that I was in, in Ajax Amsterdam, he can't roll around. Yeah. That's a no-go. You know, yeah. like, you stand up. As long as yeah. you can give, you can receive. Yeah. And that was always, that was always the, my mindset growing yeah. up. Mm. So, rolling around was never part of the game. Mm. But what I said... It, Italians have a different way of looking at the yeah. at football. It's a complete package for them. And what is yeah. that? It's result football. Because nobody mm. thinks about, mm. you know, the next day and talking about the next day, how you've been going to the, uh, to the semifinals yeah. or the final. True. It's all about True. the momentum. So Italians know that like no others. And especially yeah. with the likes of Bonucci. Oh, well, yeah. do you see do you see the passion they have if they make a tackle my kid my kid with sorry Liz. De Bruyne with Chiellini I think was one of my favourite moments of the, the whole tournament where that 
rocket from De Bruyne <laughs> came towards yeah. him. And he just stuck his head on it. Oh, no. and, mm-hmm. and the smile between him and De Bruyne, who yeah. doesn't really show emotion a lot no, on the pitch, no, no. it was just mm. that mutual respect. And he did his yeah. little flex yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love <laughs> that. My, my kids love the Italian national anthem. Because they watch them, yeah. like, because them players, when they sing it, and I'm like, even though I'm not even Italian, but I'm watching them sing it, I'm like, hey, it's brilliant. You like, want to learn brilliant. it? <laughs> yeah, Italia. But that shows you the passion yeah. they have for yeah. football, yeah. the passion to win. Yeah. And, it's, and you, can't, you can't forget, they're 33 games unbeaten. Yeah, it's incredible. 33 games internationally. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about domestic league. And to get 33 games unbeaten in the space of two and a half years, you know how hard it is. So yeah. for them to do that, that says something about the team, about mm. the moral, about the confidence mm. that they have and belief. Yeah. So... For that only, they're, they're my favourites. But once again, they still have to show it against Spain. So are you backing Italy from the start? Have you sort of changed your mind as it's gone along? Um, I was not completely backing them from the start. I've got to be honest, because I was backing my own country. You know, I think that's the, the, the best thing to do. But if you see how they progressed during the tournament and the way how they've been playing together as a, as a unit, as a real proper team. Yeah, of course, for me, they're, they're the playing favourites. These 26 players plus staff, they are ready to go to war mm. any yeah. day of the week. And you could see that. You know, you could clearly see that the way how they, they show themselves in the, on the pitch. Um, so I think that comes apart with the national anthem as well, mm. how they do it and how the passion they showed. So I think they're playing favors. But we can't, we can't oversee the semifinals. They still have to play against Spain. Eh? And yeah. Spain is it's a good squad. I mean, you know, they have the momentum as well in the, t- in the, in the, in the, on the tournament. I got them from the start so got, got the good price at the yeah. beginning ah, you can't get it price. anymore yeah, you couldn't give uh, Joe a tip <laughs> no no she, she, she's not like that she's she quite nasty <laughs> sometimes she's like, but she uh, yeah Lynn's like you've got a gambling problem you can, you can tell the people <laughs> <laughs> just major tournaments <laughs> and, and the Grand National but, uh, but yeah no, I'm quite pleased I got them from the start and Harry Kane to be top scorer as well that is incredible um, when you, it was I think 16 to 1 and then after Saturday night it went it went right down so and I, you'd have, I you're think in the it's still possible yeah, imagine well yeah. you, you'd think England will get a penalty with all the dribblers as well so that's in the next two games mm. maybe he only needs one game it's only two back eh? yeah I yeah. mean the big the, the two main and guys they, are already out they, yeah. they pay out on um, a joint golden boot as yeah. well they yeah. half the odds yeah. All, yeah, so the drinks were on Lindsay good. at the uh, end, of, end of tournament party. Oh, so what was for? <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd never said anything now. Right, England are six to four favourites with Coral uh, to win the whole competition. Italy two to one, and Spain eleven to four, and Denmark the rank outsiders at nine to one. Mm. But let's, Nigel. Sorry to do this. Talk about Holland. Um, <laughs> it started so well, didn't it? Eight goals scored in the group stage, and then came yeah. up against the Czech Republic. What went wrong? I think I think what went wrong is the, the the true belief to go to the next stage. Um, you know, everybody's trying to look for some answers, and of course, mm. uh, try to ask the players as well. What went wrong? Of course, what one of the main main problems that we had before the tournament is missing one of our main leaders, maybe yeah. the leader, in Virgil Van Dijk. You know, he's such an influential player for this mm. squad. The way how he set players in, yeah. the way how he always sets the tone defensive wise on and off the pitch. And he's the, he's really the typical player that puts you on your place when something goes wrong. He really is critical yeah. to his players. So I think that was a major blow. Um, on the other side, um, if the Euros were to play last year, we would miss out of Dev- Memphis Depay. Mm-hmm. So it was like a kind of a balanced thing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, who was dropping yeah. who was dropping out and who was still in the team. But nevertheless, we had to play this game against Czech Republic, and we just missed the belief, we missed the intensity, the proper yeah. energy. To play this game, and you have to give credit where credit is due, and the Czech were all over us. Yeah. You don't think that just the sending off then that wasn't the key thing? It was, it was the whole. The it whole was, it, of course. Eventually, it was the key thing mm. because until that point, we had half a chances. We never really had the chances mm. that really the full created chances that we could go one all up. So it was kind of a, a momentum shift, of course, mm. after that red card was in place. But what you see most of the times when somebody got a red card or a team got a red card, ten, the uh, uh, teams with 10 men eventually would lift themselves up yeah. and probably play better even, you know, yeah. with 10 men. And we just we just dropped to a certain level that was abnormal for our standard. Mm. Uh, and what I said, the belief was gone. We already thought that we were losing the game uh, and it was still nil-nil at the time. I mean, everything was, yeah. still, was still to play for. So it was it was just a, a lack of intensity, a lack of belief, and a lack of proper characters just to say like, okay, yeah. listen, we got ten men, yeah, but I mean we're all to play for. If we go down, 
at least we got down with blood on our hands because mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah, the proper yeah. that's the, that's the proper way. You need the big way. players to step up. You have yeah, to yeah. step up, you know, and they and they and they like that, um, and uh, they know that from themselves. Um, I know I know all of them in the yeah. in the Dutch team, and they know that yeah. from themselves, and they have to reflect back and look at yeah. themselves in the mirror and saying like. What did I do wrong? Instead of yeah. pointing fingers to somebody else. What about the manager, Nigel? What would the future hold for the for the Dutch team? You know he's sacked, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, saying. I but didn't what... realise it was in his contract that he had to get to a quarter final. Yeah, he had, because yeah. that was that was that was you know, like we always put standards in our national to our national team. Yeah. And that's also due to the fact because of the generation that we were in and before mm. us, is that in every major tournament that we've been mm. we we always reach at least a quarter final. Yeah, yeah. Every coach that comes in has to reach a quarter final tournament wise, yeah. otherwise it is it is a, a mission failed. Right. So for him as well. So it was it was too much pressure. Because mm. when we went out in the last sixteens, I mean the amount of amount of uh, stuff that came mm. over him, above the players, it was no situation for him to hold mm. on to anymore. So he just threw in the the, the towel in the ring and just mm. said, you know what, I'm gonna step up myself instead of you know me getting yeah. sacked. Okay. In a Did you think he agreement. was the right man when he was appointed? Well, we all were skeptical. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. especially because Kuman has such a great influence on his team. Um, yeah. uh, Frank de Boer didn't have the best record when you comes when you see to his his managerial role. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, he had short spells everywhere he went. Yeah, yeah, Inter, yeah. Crystal Palace, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Atalanta. Yeah, uh, he only had a good spell at Ajax Amsterdam for four years when, when he became he champion. Yeah, yeah, when he started, so he became champion yeah. four times in a row. So he didn't have the most impressive CV, mm. but nevertheless, uh, I always had a confidence in him just to t- take it over. Mm. Um, but what I said, you know, sometimes a big name uh, as a as a player never always gives you the guarantee to be yeah. a, big, a good coach. Uh, and it's about managing players. And, you know, um, he didn't have the great, greatest start with the national team. He lost a couple of games, drew a couple of games. So yeah. you know how the nation always try to yeah, shift yeah, 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 and always yeah. try to compare. So it was never, it was never really um, uh, going in the right direction for him. And unfortunately, of course, we all see what, what's going on right now. So now we have to look for a, a new coach. Who would you like to see take over? I mean... <laughs> I would love to see. I would love to see an 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 a foreign manager. You know, really? Yeah, because we always tend to look at managers. It didn't work out yeah. for England. Yeah, it did not. Try. I know, I know. But look at the likes. Okay, yeah. Martinez now is out, but yeah. I mean, he did a great job. You know, with with Belgium as well. So, do you, sorry, now do you think that's because like from our perspective, looking at the Dutch football, we're great admirers of it in this mm. country. But you're very. Um, like inclusive, do you think? Like whenever I've played with Dutch players, and mm. they got this because you got the Cruyff and the big history, the way they're playing. Do you think sometimes you think? So what you're saying is you need someone from the outside to come in just for a new perspective, maybe. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think we're always so 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 uh, based and so uh, attached to the way of thinking that we had when we were yeah. growing up. The Dutch yeah. way of thinking, so yeah. playing in a certain style, four three three, certain players, certain yeah. way to go forward and backward. So I think sometimes it's good to get some influence yeah. from uh, from the outside as well. And I think this is the time now, you know. Also because we are we you can't forget we missed back to back tournaments. Huh? We missed two sixteen. Yeah. We missed two eighteen. Wow. So and now going on in the last sixteen, even though we had the best possible route to go to the at least to the semi final. Yeah. So I think it's time for us to make a little change. And we got some great managers in Holland, you know, the likes yeah. of Louis van Gaal, uh Giovanni from Bronckhorst, uh Henk ten Kater, uh Giovanni from Kater, yeah, yeah. Giovanni from Bronckhorst, you know of oh, sorry, uh Ruth Gullit. Uh, yeah. It's also still available. Yeah, yeah. So we still got managers yeah. but it, it seems like the federation can't make their minds up. Anyway. Do you have someone in mind who you would go for? I would love to see Arsene Wenger, you know? Wow. That's, Arsene Wenger. Shout, That's a yeah. massive shout You know, out. Arsene Wenger, who else you got? Uh, the likes of uh, maybe a Pochettino, you know, a little yeah, Argentinian yeah, yeah. blood in there, just, yeah, you know, yeah. like a little bit of passion and desire. Yeah. You know, I would love to see Diego Simeone one time, you know? Like, oh. just, uh, for me, I, I love managers that have like... Uh, um, character you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. they can they can get the best out of you yeah, yeah, so you don't have to be the best tactical wise but i love managers yeah. that can drive yeah. you to the best yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and that's why i always love van gaal van gaal was yeah. one of those like you know uh he can always drive the best out of you even though he can make you crazy sometimes <laughs> yeah but it is always for your own good and yeah. i think these players right now in the national team you know they're too accustomed to a certain kind of style yeah too accustomed to a certain way of looking at football so, yeah, I would love to see a foreign manager. So, yeah, I just throw it out there. 
No, Maybe no, he's listening, good. you know, no, 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 Mr. Wenger. Yeah. Uh, so I would love to see him. Mr. Wenger, if he starts getting connected to the job, he needs to send you some money if he gets <laughs> it. <laughs> That's a great shout. That is awesome. I like that. Anyway, you're yeah. out. So let's talk about it. <laughs> Lynn, you've got to stop <laughs> doing this to our guests. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a blow. Like, I tried to give my heart to you. Know? I put I my know. heart out here Nigel, on the table. Like, well, anyway, you're out. Yeah. That's done and dusted. That was your five minutes of uh, fame about the national team. Every, every one of the guests, she, 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 there's always one incident. Ali McQuist, right. Scottish guy, she compared Scotland to Panama. Oh, Just before the England Cup, I was no. like, don't do that, don't, no. Oh, and then you have to tell that to yeah. Ali McQuist, yeah, the I most know. passionate guy. Who I know. It didn't work out well for me, though, <laughs> yeah. it really didn't. But what did you think about Saturday night, about the result and the performance from England? I think it was a, it was a great performance. Yeah. I mean, if you win 4-0, yeah. 4-0 against the Ukraine in Rome, you know, you still have to do it. Everybody already yeah. said beforehand, England's going to win, England's going to yeah, win. Yeah. But you know, well, you know, you still yeah, have to play the game. It's only a one game. So yeah. I love the performance. I love the fact that Harry Kane just found his momentum again because mm. everybody was critical about him, yeah. skeptical as well about his form in the tournament. And just, the, the, you know, the likes of Luke Shaw who comes to life again. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Kyle Walker who comes to life again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the midfield players who come to life. So I love the fact that you know, everybody's always been so skeptical, but these players just developed mm-hmm. themselves in yeah. proper players and proper yeah. tournament footballers. So it was a great result for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they still got two hurdles to go. Yeah. Uh, and let's slope to the, to the semis, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think for you as well, like looking at England, you as an Englishman, you yeah. know, and also you've been in, in the tournament and in great generation of squads. You know, yeah. you must have been looking at this squad like yeah. they have the right momentum. Because yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. had a fantastic generation. Yeah, no, no, no. It never happened. It never know? happened for us. We, we, we've gone over it. And, and it was so funny. Do you know what it was, Nigel? We had the, the tensions between between the Liverpool players, the Manchester United and the Chelsea players. We were so divided. How we we were just on the pit. And, and Sven, bless him, mm. I love him. He gave me all my caps. And Steve as well. They never addressed it. They never addressed it and brought them together. So we was always a collection of individuals rather than a good team. Right. And that's why we didn't do it. But this team, Gareth, I played with Gareth. and I, You couldn't pick a better man to lead this group of players because he's, he, he's experienced the heartache of missing the penalty in the semi-final in 96. He's, just, he's been a captain everywhere he's gone. He's just a, just a natural-born leader. But he's just... He's, he's, in, he's compassionate as well. Like I he did it. an interview today, and he was or a few days ago, and he was like, he said he's really concerned about the players that are not right. played yet, spending all his time, all his time about it, and, yeah. and that's the kind of guy he is. Like he's like he, he makes sure he has time for everyone, and these the boys are responding to him. And it's we're just all so excited yeah. as English. As you got to give him respect as well, man. I, I mean, back to back semi-finals. Know. You know what I mean? But really, when yeah. you think, going back, when he got the job, it was only by default, really, because yeah. Sam Allardyce was in charge yeah. and then there yeah. was a bit of a, a newspaper incident, yeah. shall we yeah. say, yeah. And, and he was brought in and a lot mm. of people were completely underwhelmed that right. he was given the job. But, mm. but sort of when you look in from the outside, what, yeah. what do you think of the ways he's got the, that sort of bond back between the players and the fans? I think that is so important, what, what Joe said as well. I think I, I, he's an absolute stud. You know, mm. Garrett is an absolute mm. stud. The way how he represents himself, the way how he's always calm doing interviews, mm. always have a have, have some have some spare time to talk to you whatever, yeah. about whatever. You know, he never looks in a rush. He never he never yeah. looks like to be under pressure as well. And that reflects also on the on the on yeah. the team. You know, that I always said like the the, the manager is a uh, is a ref, uh, the team is a reflection of the manager. Yeah. You know, and you can tell that by how England is is developing themselves now. And mm. of course, you have egos and stuff like yeah. that. But he got his way to make sure that everybody's on one page. Yeah. And in tournament football, you need to do that. Yeah. It is not a domestic league. You don't have you know uh, forty games just to try to make it. Yeah. So, what he does is is an incredible job. You have to give him the respect that he deserves. And I think the nation really fully understands mm. now. Like, okay. He's the main guy. Yeah. We don't want to talk about other managers again. I don't want to hear no rumors we're going to replace Carrot Southgate. He's the one. And the fact also that he put Jaden Sancho in <sighs> after Jaden Sancho has been out there you yeah. know, for the last four games, five games, and then give him a, give him a, a place in the starting 11, says something also. And he delivered. Yeah. Just and he delivered. Right but it gives, you the great, it gives you a great signal to the rest of the squad because yeah. the rest of the squad are thinking as well, like, hey, I'm still part of it. Yeah, if he starts... Yeah. Then I can start yeah. maybe the next game. So yeah. what happens? You go on training, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give 100%. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, I'm thinking, where's Grealish, where's Foden? But we didn't really need them at that point. Mm. And the choice to then give players who we haven't really seen yeah. minutes, that just keeps it much more unified as well. How he's done it, he's just staggering how he's kept everyone engaged. And and I, I think I said it yesterday, right? So there's an incident again that Marcus Rashford... They've all been brilliant, the whole 26. Marcus Rashford is probably the only one that's not shown his qualities because we know what a great player he is. But he'd come on when we was 3-0 up, Nigel, and he, he was back defending to keep the clean sheet, you nice. know? So the character of the players not in this. That just that one incident where he got back and, you know, he, he could have been excused because he was expected to start, Marcus, the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been a starter for England for many years, but he he, he didn't leave his teammates he dug in done his job I thought that that one thing there I thought right that just shows me that the players were not in there are all buying into it mm. and that's credit to, to Gareth and Steve and he went straight up to Grealish at the end of the match the player who didn't play yeah. and put his arm around him and said something and I was mm. wondering what he said maybe mm. you know we're going to need you in the in the semi-final yeah, sure. going yeah. forward but that sure. even that yeah. I thought was smart it's fantastic yeah. and I remember after the, after the one against Germany there was a story coming out that Calvert Lewin Lewin was uh, uh, put outside of the squad, and mm. he's supposed to be. Uh, he was very disappointed whatsoever. Yeah. But if you look at the images after the game, mm. Calvert Lewin was hugging Gareth yeah, Southgate yeah, yeah, after. Yeah. So that says something about him also be able to say, "Listen, block all the noise outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we do inside is what's hap- what's what's yeah, most yeah. important. Yeah, and ha- I'll give you the belief, and I'll give you an opportunity once you come on the pitch. Yeah, once the game is done, or once there is an opportunity for yeah. you to play, I give you an opportunity. And he's doing it an amazing, amazing job. And I'm looking always to all these details what he's doing. And I mean, you know, he's just that guy that. The, the players believe in, you yeah. know, and it's always hard and skeptical yeah. at the beginning of a tournament, but now he's, he's doing an amazing job. So uh, let's hope, let's hope they go through the next uh, next stage. And, uh, but you are supporting England tonight, right? You I'm do want England. Yeah, of yeah, course. I'm supporting England. Come yeah. on, you can't say no, you know, yeah. uh, about, uh, about England, but I'm just saying, you know, if Italy comes in the final, <laughs> <laughs> even though they're playing on Wembley and, Italy having a manager who understands Wembley, who yeah. understands England, yeah, Mancini, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a tough task for them. I'm just saying that. So I yeah. can't make a, 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 a prediction now England's going to win it all the way. Yeah. I'd love to say that, but I mean, I've been in Italy before as yeah, well. Yeah, I know yeah, some yeah. players in the in the squad Do as well. Know, yeah, that Mancini Roma. factor yeah, Mancini. Is, is a worry though. Would you yeah. much rather face Spain if it were to get to that oh, point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, definitely Italy are the team. But I can accept that. Spain can cause you problems, but with Spain, I think England's physicality would would overwhelm them yeah. defensively. I mean, Garcia, the lad, who's, uh, Man City, he's done very well in Laporte. But I think the speed of Sancho, Sterling, Harry Kane, backing it, I, I think he could deal with it. But Benucci and Kalini, they're, 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 they're seasoned veterans. They and know how to deal with it. In Spain, they don't have a proper striker. True. True. You know, in the front line, they can't score goals so yeah. easy. Yeah? If they come to a, a, a defence where it's like hard to get chances yeah. in, there's nobody out they there. That, clinical, you know, yeah. they have to be clinical. Morata's not the clinical guy for you. Mm. Moreno is on top. He's not a clinical guy. Mm. And from the side, you can't have it. You know, with mm. the likes of Torres at the other side, yeah. Alba and uh, mm. somebody else there on that side. So they don't, they're not clinical enough in yeah. the front. And as well, the way how they've been playing, they're exposed a lot. Eh? Once yeah. you go past that mid, 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 midfield, you have so much space. Yeah. And England, you know, when yeah. they go between the lines, Italy yeah. up front with Insigne, yeah. Immobile, Immobile Barella. Yeah. I, th- I think Italy will go through. Yeah. Come on, Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's England against Denmark, Wednesday yeah. night, 7 yeah. o'clock. You've obviously been in, in Netherlands squads, which have got to semi-finals, 2010, yeah. 2014. What would your advice be to those England players as they get ready to go into battle? I think just have the same determination and same focus. You know, you you, you have to respect Denmark. They're in the semi-finals mm. and the way they... Uh, how they are playing they are playing with a lot of belief and also a lot of mo- emotion of course with mm. what happened with Eric's, Ericsson so um, they they have the momentum for them so you can't you can't take that away from Denmark they will mm. come with the self-belief and also being the underdog so they have nothing to lose they're already nothing in the semi-final they have nothing to lose so England the England needs to have their 100% dedication mm. 100% focus and just go in the game uh, with belief I, I I think this game's a problem. I, I said before the Ukraine game, I think this is just run-of-the-mill. Um, Ukraine were dead on their feet in the last 16. Yeah. 
Um, they had no threat in behind England. So I, the only way I could see there being a threat is if England had a silly sending off and the Ukraine goalkeeper had the game of his life. But this game, this is a proper game against Denmark. This is a good team. Christensen, Kier, and um, who's, the, who's the boy at Southampton? My mind's gone. Marlon. Sen- no, no, no. Marlon, um, but- Best of God, best of God. Sorry, my brain froze. I told you I've been taking too many shots to the head this morning. (laughs) Right, so so then three at the back, I think they're solid. Delaney in the midfield, I think he's got great legs. Huyberg, so they've got a balance. They've got like, Mm. so I think if I'm Gareth, the smart thing to do would to to go back to the three at the back and 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 match them up and 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 be confident you got the better players in attacking areas on the pitch to hurt them and just you know. The great thing that England have got is we can make five subs, Linz, and our mm. five. We could effectively have coming off the bench Mount, Grealish, Foden, Sancho, Rashford. Rashford. It's frightening. Yeah. It's that frightening. is frightening. frightening. There's no other team yeah. left in this who've got that quality coming off the bench. Yeah. So that's where I think the game will be won Wednesday night. Yeah. How did you get ready for the, the biggest games of your career? Did you do things differently? Uh, not really, not really. I always had like a, just a normal setup before mm. uh, before uh, before a game, and it also counts for the semi-finals and the final yeah. eventually also in 2010. The only thing that I try to do is just avoid all the the incoming calls and and and, mm. and, and requests for tickets. Yeah, you know that was one of the things that I always yeah. said. Like, you know what, my mom's deals with that. You yeah, do that, yeah, mom. Yeah, if you yeah. if you wanted tickets or whatever, you deal that on that side. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, I don't want to have in last minute request about uh, do you have any spare tickets yeah, left yeah. or whatsoever. So that was probably the only thing that I really left out of it. But apart from that, it was always just going back to normal and just. Yeah preparing in a normal way did that always get annoying where you you found yourself the most popular my, man in the world yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my same thing my, my dad used to deal with the tickets yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and and my dad like I used to get loads as many tickets you know it's like yeah. tickets line up blah, 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 blah. and I just give my dad 20, 30 tickets yeah. for the games and he would give them out he'd love it he had this lovely yeah. you know, Chelsea he'd be going out and he'd dishing them out to all the kids in the street he loved it <laughs> you know so yeah but when big games come along the requests come in mm. but I wanted to ask Nigel because the, the the World Cup final yeah. I mean how was that as a day because I, I mean I, I, I only got to quarterfinals in tournaments right. but to play in the big one what, mm. was that different or was it it was different. You can, I cannot lie that it was different. You just act out here, just like yeah. it was a normal day. Now, of course, uh, it yeah. was a. F- it was the whole build up towards it, you know. And back then, we never really had social media. You have to yeah. understand. So the the momentum was not the pressure was not as big as it is yeah. nowadays because you can read, you can see yeah. what's going on. So we were quite blocked off from everybody. Yeah. Um, but of course, when you looked out of your window, all the fans were outside of the mm. hotel. Um, also the road towards it you know when you're in the mm. bus towards the stadium just this packed you know the, yeah. the police escort whatsoever and then you actually comes towards the stadium and then you get the, the nerves are starting and kicking yeah. you know and especially knowing that you're going to start yeah. I was starting the whole season but just the fact that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're starting you know you're going to line up against Iniesta you know you're going to line up against Xavi David Silva it was a yeah, proper yeah. Spanish team Cro- what so we just we were so prepared to play mm. against them so it was just the nerves of kicking in what not you know, playing the first pass right. You know, yeah. going into that situation, not getting yeah. an early yellow card whatsoever. Yeah. You know, so um, then you come in the, in, the, in the dressing room and you see the pre-show going on. Mm. You know, we had all these televisions in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. If you remember, Shakira was oh, there. Shakira, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that whole song and that team yeah. and, the, and, the, and the show was going on and yeah. stuff like that and everybody was watching the television. Some that of the lads are played, we wouldn't have been able to put Shakira on the TV before. <laughs> We'd have had to just like, let the concentration levels would be yeah. too much, put that away. <laughs> exactly. So eventually, the coach just let, uh, turned off all the television, yeah. like, all the television off. We just got to concentrate on this. Yeah. And then obviously you go into that routine of, okay, um, getting your, getting your, your massages on, yeah. you know, getting your routine on, uh, when it comes down to maybe a little exercise before you go in the warm up. And when you come out, I remember these Fufus Velas. Yeah. Remember oh, the, God, the, yeah. the, the, the trumpets. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just one of those. It just he came out and it was just like it was a full arena. It was like eighty thousand of these yeah. things. So yeah. it was just uh, yeah. You had to take it in. You had to take yeah. it in. And for me, the most the most nerve wracking moment was when you walk down the tunnel and the trophy was there. Yeah, yeah. You had to walk this thing. So yeah. are we talking about you walking the tunnel left. Spain was right. The trophy yeah. was in the middle and you could not look at it. And we all said yeah, to each other, yeah. don't look at it. Yeah, yeah. Don't even dare to touch it. Yeah, go yeah, close yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go just past it. And we just like, 
your eye was twitching, like you want to look at it, you know, when you <laughs> want to touch it. it. It was like twitching, right? Like, and you just go walk past it. Yeah. Uh, that was the most nerve wracking. But and yeah. you were suspended for the semi final, so did that make you even more pumped yeah, yeah, up for it? And we could see how pumped I was after 30 minutes. In. <laughs> <I saw the laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see how pumped I was. Has Alonso forgiven you yet? Uh, I haven't spoken to him. English either. ref, wasn't it? It was an English ref. Howard, Howard Webb. Webb. Yeah. Howard Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, till this day. Do you think that helped your I cause? Think so. I think so. Because you yeah. could, you know, you always uh, had that, like, I always like to have a relationship with a ref. Do you know what I mean? So, because. I did the same thing yeah, in England. You know, yeah, how, you yeah. know how English referees are, right? You can yeah. talk to them, you yeah, can swear yeah, them, they yeah. swear back. It yeah. was no issue. Back yeah. then, you know, now it's yeah. a kind of sensitive area yeah. where we live in, but back then it was different. Yeah. He said he, he, with hindsight, it, it should have been a of red. Course, He's of ob- his view was obstructed. Did, did you yeah. at the time feel really lucky? I, I was, but in my mindset, I was going for the ball. So, you know, we've seen this uh, mm. situation, I think, a couple of days ago with uh, mm. Gabriel Jesus. Jesus, he's been you watching know? your highlights. Yeah, you, exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, trust yeah. me, I've been tagged in the social media <laughs> many times. <laughs> But he was, if you look at him, he was like going over and he was looking at the ball, not knowing yeah, that the defender was yeah, there. Yeah. I did the same thing. I was looking at the ball, ball watching, yeah. not knowing Alonso came in. Yeah. So when I connected, obviously I was like, oh, that's bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. not knowing that it would, ha- would have been a red card. Yeah. So it, when it was lucky to get a yellow card. When you look at the still photos of it, you can see your eye, in fairness, your eyes are on the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my fairness, my eyes on the ball. Yeah. And obviously I connected and I couldn't hold myself back anymore. So I went you, you sound like his lawyer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> defence lawyer. His defence lawyer. Your yeah. honour, his eyes are on the ball. Yeah. Did you immediately think, I'm off? Yeah, I thought so straight away. But then, obviously, I went to Howard Webb and I put my hands up straight away, you know, like... Mm. I didn't, I didn't see him coming. I didn't mm. see him coming. And lucky enough for me and for all the Dutch players, we knew how we could talk English with him as well. Yeah, and yeah, Spanish yeah, were yeah. kind of, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took him at, I took him at the side and said like, yeah. listen, you know, Howard, I didn't see him coming. Don't make a, a, a ridiculous decision. Now 30 minutes in the game, you know, yeah, you spoil yeah, the whole yeah. final. So yeah. I think that also that made him think. That was key mm. timing. So yeah. I think that was making, made him think as well. You know yeah. what? He was giving me a yellow for that. But obviously yeah. he was right. And I would say that now as well, it was always a red card. Yeah. But at that time, I was, yeah. I was very lucky. Do you know, um, I, I remember watching that game and Arjun Robin, who I played with, yeah. I think is a genius. And yeah. when he went through on goal against Casillas, you must have been thinking, because he, he, he don't miss. No, no, no. no, like, no. What, like, what was you thinking at that moment? I was I was going through the ground to be honest yeah. because this was typical game. This was a, a typical game. Whoever scored first yeah. would win it. Hundred percent. And there's an image for me when Robbins misses and you see the toe poke, the toe poke of of Casillas. I'm in a, I'm in a straight line, so you see me yeah, with my yeah, knees yeah. on the ground like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect image. Yeah, um, of me. So that's saying like I knew then. You know that was one of the biggest opportunities yeah, yeah, yeah. for us as a national team to we were so close to winning it. So I just you know one of those things that you you play over and over mm. and over, and it just it wasn't that meant to be. You know yeah, the, the yeah, thing yeah. like I didn't get a red card, he missed it, which is one of those things that just yeah. summed up for us not to win the World Cup. Yeah. Did you speak to Alonso ever about it afterwards? <laughs> no, 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 never about it. But I think if, for sure in the near future we will see each other. Mm. Um, he's a coach now as well you know yeah. he's a manager role, so yeah. I don't know how our paths will cross but I would never speak I, I never spoke to him about it yeah. but at the end of the day he won a World Cup so yeah, exactly. he's not really worry, fussed yeah. about it you know, I'll take a flight you know, I, Nigel to win he World took a World fl- Cup <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> he took it he took it on the chair he took it as a man he stood up he played yeah. the game out he won a World Cup so be yeah. you know so it's just one of those moments in history that will always be remembered yeah. but at the end of the day you know I wish I could never have made that tackle and still had the trophy but I made a tackle and not yeah. win it so at yeah, the end of the day yeah. it was in my disadvantage and it was not yeah. beneficial for me so oh. he's the one who will still have the, it's, have the trophy it's history listed. though isn't it that's yeah. the thing that must yeah. be really nice it's the iconic image from that World Cup and, it is. and the game being known as the, the Battle of Johannesburg yeah. and that mm. shot oh, it was a battle by the way yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. days it was like yeah, how many yellow cards 14 yellow cards 14, red like cards. 28 fouls or something it's unusual yeah. in the final it is unusual, unusual. It is unusual. Like, was that the game plan beforehand did you it was the game plan yeah because yeah. we would never outplay Spain the no. way how they were spe- how they were playing, they coming off they coming off a win in 2018, European champion, and their momentum was just there for them yeah, to yeah. win it also in the, in the World Cup yeah. 210. So we could never outplay them. They so had we six said, midfielders on the pitch as well. There's yeah. no strikers. No, so like, no strikers. you know you're not gonna you're not, hold you're, the ball. You're not gonna hold the ball. Yeah. And my my job with uh, Van Bommel on the midfield, <clears> Mark. <throat> yeah. We were just like, okay, whoever comes in our zone, 
Yeah. Just make them make you make make you make your presence make feel. Make them suffer. Make them suffer every <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Just a little nibble here, nibble there, nibble there, and that was our, our mindset. Just to get them out of their routine of playing yeah, yeah, football, yeah. and they can all play there. Yeah. But once they come to our, our final third, it was game one. So uh, that was our mindset. I feel your pain, mate. That what you said what, when you described that Robin going for on goal because exactly the same thing happened to me in the Champions League final. Is the, the, the John Terry the width of a goalpost? Mm-hmm. Oh, never seen him miss a penalty before. And, and then that happens. Right, and then, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just history, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to move on. But um, yeah, tough. I f- it's tough. I feel it's your tough, pain. Man. It's tough. Trust me, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Friday night, the Friday night, <laughs> we can win some trophies, yeah. some silverware. You have together. a replica. You have a replica. We, there's a trophy there. Oh, mate. Okay, trophy okay, there. okay. <laughs> Well, your odds with Coral ahead of that England semi-final. Kieran Trippier to have an assist and Kane to have four or more shots is 13-2. to two. You can back John Stones to score first and England to win 3-0 at 135-1. to one. And if you think the boy from Brent will do it again in his own back garden, of course he's going to. Of course he will. Uh, you can ba- back Raheem the Dream to score a hat-trick Raheem on the Dream. Raheem, you've just killed it there. Wow. For odds of 150-1. to one. Quote of the show, by the way. Raheem the Dream. <laughs> I love him. Absolutely brilliant. Nigel, it's time now for what really happened. And this is where we look back on a moment of your career that we right. want to know more about. So we're yes. going to take you back to the World Cup 2014, the quarterfinal right. against Costa Rica in Brazil. Now, I know you weren't playing. <clears throat> you had an injury, didn't you? I had an injury, yeah. I injured point. myself before that. And it's when Louis van Gaal substituted Jasper Sillison. Yeah. What was it? 100. 20 minutes? 120 yeah. minutes for Tim Krull in that one? I think one. it was just before the end of the extra time. Mm. So we're talking about 190th minute or something like that? One, mm. yeah, one what 18, were you 19? thinking at that point when he made that substitution? I mean, we as players, we were not even surprised because... Tim Crow, he is a penalty killer. Yeah, you know, you've been yeah. training with goalkeepers yeah, 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 yeah. during the whole tournament and also looking at his stats. And he he was he is a serious yeah, penalty yeah, yeah, killer. Yeah. Like, you know, he can save a ball. Yeah. And um Sillison just was not good enough. Yeah. You have to be you have to be fair in, in that sense. And we knew that as player in a player group. Yeah. But when he made that move, it wasn't surprising, but it was surprising because it takes a big pair for you to yeah, have yeah, yeah, as yeah. a coach to make that sub as well. Yeah. So when he did that, it was just like, uh, is he serious? Is he really going to yeah. do it? And then obviously, you know, the whole momentum shifted. And so like, you know what? We actually have a great chance right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have a, f- a fantastic chance to go through. And, you, and we all know what happened after, you know. He saved yeah. a couple of penalties and we went to, uh, to, the, yeah. to the semis. I, I think that's, that, that's an interesting tactic. Now, especially now with the five substitutions. Like, if you've got a goalkeeper, there might be a goalkeeper who's a specialist in penalties. Some are in England. You know, um, and you could bring them along as your third choice keeper. Yeah, you could. You know, they could be just practicing penalties more than the other. T- you know, yeah. know that. And, and psychologically, if you know you're playing against a team and they brought on a specialist straight away for the penalty takers, mm-hmm. oh. Well, I'm a Newcastle fan, so I wasn't surprised at yeah. all. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got, you've got to do exactly. it. Well, yeah. Was it pre-planned though, or, or just? I think it was pre. Yeah, Van Gaal never, never does anything out of the blue. You know, he pre-plans everything. So. Yeah. 100 percent. He just spoke with his staff about it before the before the yeah. game because he knows in a in a final in the last sixteen and a quarter or semi, you know, there's a possibility to go mm. to go to penalty. So he he pre plans everything. Yeah, and that was the genius side of Fangal. He didn't care about the public opinion. He didn't yeah. care what was what was good for 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 the media or whatsoever. Mm. He only he only cared about what was good for his team to win games. Mm. You know, I mean, to put Derek out as a left wing back. Well, yeah. Even though Wakai was the main man for Liverpool right winger, I mean, it says something yeah. about knowing what your team can and can't do, you know, in the system that we play three five two. So I wasn't even I wasn't even faced. He wasn't even faced yeah. about it. So when Krill came in, that was for us the moment. Like, okay, we have to stand behind the coach because he knows yeah. what he's doing. And, and it worked out. Well. And it worked out. And you know, it could go both ways, right? Yeah. But now he's regarded a genius because <laughs> he made that step. You know, and everybody in the football world was shocked. Like, what? Mm. What did he do? I like it. I like it. It'd be something, if I was a coach, it'd be something I'd consider because I think, I said before... You're not mean enough to do it. (laughs) No, no, no. You'd have to pull it. I'd go to the... Say Pickford, I'd say, look, Jordan, this is the situation. This is your stats on Mm -hmm. penalties, but... Would you you tell him beforehand? I'd say, look, I'm going to say, look, if we go to penalties... It's, I think it's better for the team because he's been working on it. Blah, blah, blah. It'll give us a psychological advantage. Yeah. And I think the way Gareth is with his group, I think he could sell it. You have to sell an idea. Yeah, like you have to sell, sell it to sell your it. group. Yeah. And um, I think he could do it. But Jordan Pickford is actually pretty good at saving penalties, I think. I, Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a kiss of death. I oh, know, man. I'm getting nervous now. I forgot, I forgot, forgot, Fungal, he 
Ruud Hesp. Yeah. He was a Barcelona. He was the he was the uh, goalkeeper coach. Yeah. He spoke to him about it. And Van Gaal, he said to Silas, eh, inside of the dressing room yeah. when team meetings, he knows. He said it also in the group. Yeah. Like you're not the, you're not the, you're not a penalty specialist. Yeah. But not saying actually like when it comes down to penalties, I will change you. No. But yeah. he just he's he's honest. He's brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. So he said it also to Silas. Like you're not a specialist. How did he take it? What was he like afterwards? No, he can't. He can't. He's Silas is not. He's a timid guy. So right. he's not the type of guy who's like have a word back and say, "Hey, no." He's not yeah. the type of guy. So he takes it on board, mm. you know. But he has to be honest to himself because at the end of the day, it's about mm. winning. Yeah, so it's yeah. not about your ego at that yeah, exactly. point. You have to take the ego out of the equation and say, "Like, what is good for the team?" Yeah. And of course, he was not happy. We seen the reaction yeah. of him coming off. Yeah. Well, Fangal mentioned it to you. Listen, you got to step up your game to be a penalty killer. Yeah. You have to step up to your game to be a specialist. He's, he's dropped a seed in there, give him the warning yeah. to let him know what might be coming. Yeah, yeah it's clever. And, if, and in training sessions, yeah. we, we always we always try to put an extra effort in when Silas was on goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make sure, like, listen, you got to step up your game. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were the type of group who said, like, okay, we heard it. Now we're going to even more hammer your weak yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to hammer your weak point so yeah, you get better at it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Keep but testing him. Keep yeah. testing. Keep that's, testing. See, that's, that mentality is why the Dutch are the biggest, because the size of the country achieves so much on a football sense because they've got such a great mentality. Mm. Players about, you know, I play with Dutch players. They are winners. Mm. You know, they, they you know they can, you, you, on the pitch, they can fall out and they're blah, 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 but they're winners. And that's probably why, because what's the population of Holland? Only 16. That's 16 incredible million. that they, million. It's incredible that they do what they yeah. do in the, yeah. on, in the football world. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, we got good... Yeah. Destroyers. Yeah. <laughs> we're the, all of us. <laughs> Only <laughs> all the special us. one. Only the special one, yeah. uh, Nigel, we're going to get some semi-final predictions yes. from you now. What is your prediction then for that first semi-final, Italy against Spain? I think it's going to be 3-1 Italy. Yeah, I think it's going to be 3-1 Italy. Um, especially when Italy is going to score four first, I think Spain needs to come. Mm. They will open up. And you know yeah. how Italy is going to set up. They're going to yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. sit back and go for that counter because they've got fantastic players. Um, so I think when they can overcome that midfield, especially mm. create and, and finalize the spaces between the lines and behind Busquets, yeah. because that's the main guy, Busquets and Pedri. Yeah, I think when they can exploit those spaces, it's 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 yeah. all game over for for Spain. Um, they don't have the best defense, you know, with yeah. Torres and Laporta in that center. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a three-one for Italy. We know you want a Spain win, but yeah, what's yeah. the score going to be? Do you think? I think Italy will win. I think it'll be a, a tighter game than people think. I think it might even be one of them. I, I'm going to back a draw and Italy to go through on penalties as well because the goalkeeper is super as well. Donnarumma. Yeah. I mean, Nigel knows, but. He's been. He's impressed me as well. Yeah, yeah. very good, isn't he? Oh, he's fantastic. You know, he's yeah. only what he's now twenty-one, twenty-two. Uh, Incredible. You have to understand. You know, he's been in the national team already since he was seventeen. You know, and, and so the pressure I, to be oh. Buffon's successor—that's enormous. Yeah, but, but. Yeah, I know him from Milan. When, when he came in as a young kid, he had such a cool vibe over him. Really, he was such a great guy. You know, so 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 relaxed, always laughing. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. always. Patience. If he played, he played. If he didn't play, and of course, as a young kid, you yeah, know, you yeah. cannot ask for stuff. But yeah. the moment that he 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 took this his chance and opportunity to play because Abiati, Christina Abiati, was the first first mm. uh, goalkeeper back then. He never left, and that mm. says something about the mentality yeah. that you have to have in that age. Yeah. You know, he doesn't never do dumb things and stupid things on the pitch, and for a reason why he's successor of Buffon because. As good as Buffon is, nobody really talks about him anymore yeah. because of Donnarumma. Donnarumma is the number one. Of course, you got to give respect to the legend that he is. Yeah. But he's, he's, he, I, I love him. I know him quite well, you know, but yeah. he's such a great guy, man, on and off the pitch. What a, what a he's, a, he's going to be the next, yeah, yeah. I, I next if, best goalkeeper in the world, yeah, trust me. Yeah, I thought if, if Mendy didn't work out at Chelsea, I thought they, Chelsea would have spent a fortune trying to get him in goal. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Mendy's done a great job. So no, he's done a great job. Yeah, 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 yeah. fantastic job. Yeah. And as you know, every match matters with Coral. <laughs> so let's get your thoughts on the big one. Wednesday night at Wembley, England against Denmark. I think that one is going to be a close one. And okay. not only not only because uh, I think uh, Denmark know to be the underdog just so they can just play freely. Mm. Um, the amount of pressure that England have also on Wembley with the, with the spectators. Mm. So I think it's just going to be an easy 1-0. Uh, I don't think it's going to be 3 or 4-0 whatsoever. I think they're going to win. Uh, I think they're going to leave it late. Uh, I think the goal will be coming in the second half. 1-0. Denmark are really writing their own story this tournament, aren't they? Yeah. England have to use that that crowd. They will, and they will, Lins. And I'm, 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 I think it'll be tight, but I think England will will be 
We'll win 2-1, two, two, I think. Um, and I agree, it'll open up the later the game goes on. You have to remember, these lads now have played, this is the sixth game of the tournament industry. Mm. So there's gonna, you'll see later on in the game, mistakes creeping in, tired legs. Lads like Benucci, like, I'm hoping Benucci and Keeling, his legs catch up with him in the final <laughs> when we play him. Do you know what I mean? You can't play that in that quality of games. Although they don't leave their legs they'll just stick their head in the way anyway know, it doesn't matter they're beasts tonight they're beasts Manuel Mancini is going to rest them even maybe a day or two days before the before the game even even going to be played mm. he said like you don't have to train just do your stuff yeah He's, you know, that's like, clever isn't it these guys they don't need training anymore yeah, you know yeah. what I mean they're like 30 plus yeah, they've been yeah, everywhere yeah. in the world they've won everything in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. so they know what they have to do and yeah. Mancini only wants 110% commitment and this, I think that's the same thing with, with England I yeah. think Gavin knows his players so when some players are, are tired mm. it's going to leave a couple of them like just, yeah. just have, just have yeah, a couple yeah, more yeah. days extra, it. it's know? going crazy in the country now though I mean the levels of giddiness are at a whole oh, new yeah. level we're at the point where even my mum is into it yeah. politicians are pretending they like football yeah, yeah, now yeah, which yeah, always yeah. happens yeah, what about yeah. what about it? it's coming home in the Sweet Carolina songs I can't hear it anymore <laughs> <laughs> I love England. I love the fans, but it's coming home with it. Sweet Caroline, yeah. I cannot we, hear it we anymore. We always do the coming home thing, tongue in cheek. But this time, it's it feels changed. like it something's might changed. actually I know, I know. be coming home. I, I really hope it does. It actually, really could so. be. I really hope so. Yeah, it, we need to be positive. Like I said, we are a positive podcast, and it is coming home, Lindsay. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean. It is yeah. coming. I'm going to Wembley on Wednesday night. I'm so mad yeah, this coming. time. I'm, 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 I'm a Wembley. I'm a yeah. Wembley. I'm a Wembley. I was yeah, supporting you guys. We're all there. We've yeah. got one. We've we've recruited another supporter. <laughs> so another supporter yeah, we should have exactly. got him. We should have got Nigel in England shirt. Oh no, no. We should have got him with Carl Walker on a base. He can't go too far, Joe. He can't go too far. He can't go too far. Now I was supporting boys, definitely. Brilliant. We love it. Well, you can back Italy's immobile to score from inside the box and outside the box for fifty-five to one. And if you think Wednesday will be Jack Grealish's time to shine. Fingers crossed. Coral will give you odds of 28 to 1 if you think he'll score first in a 2-0 win for England. Nigel, it's been an absolute pleasure having you pleasure. on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Great Thanks. to see you. Yes. And Joe, we're going to be at Wembley. We're going to be back on the Zoom on Thursday with all yeah. our post-match reaction and analysis. Let's hope it's, uh, it's, going to be so it's a happy show. It's just like, it's just, I don't know how excited <laughs> Are you going to wear an English shirt, by the way? Of course. Oh, of course, mate. I'm going to... I dug one out, didn't I, for the show? I had one. My sister-in-law. I'd, I give away everything. I had one England shirt. I can't wear my own shirt. Why the game. not? No. Nah. Fantastic. Okay. Wear your own you shirt. Should. You've got to wear your own do shirt. It. All right. I, I think that's, about a, it. that's I a retro. One of the retro shirts. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, that's that's when you know you're old when you're getting described as a retro. You played in retro <laughs> shirts. I got retro, retro shirts. Retro yeah. is last year. So yeah. don't, don't feel too old. Don't feel too old. Well, you can find us on Thursday on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you find your podcasts. You've been listening to the All to Play for podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.